Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. The World Show with Nikki B. FM 95.9 Playing you some sounds uh, Inspired by the guest tonight On the World Show His name is uh, Luciano Cantone And I actually got hold of him Because I found out That there was a new The Invisible Session album Coming out And it only came out on the 29th So you first heard it on the World Show So I wanted to speak to him about this collective that I've so much love for. But then when I was speaking to uh, Luciano Cantone, I found out that it wasn't just the Invisible Session that made him sure to be a friend of mine. In fact, he is the man behind uh, the incredible labels that have been releasing some of this amazing, amazing music. Yes, Luciano Cantone, uh, he has been behind uh, the labels um, like uh, Schema Records, who released uh, some of those, like uh, that one, the Paola Accenza trio, Sweat, and the one before that, Nicola Conte, of the album Other Directions, Nefertiti featuring Christina Zavalion. And there is so much more music that I realized had connected me to this man. So I couldn't just talk to him about uh, um, the Invisible Sessions. We had to have some background to some of the artists that he's worked with over the years and why he's really been key in changing the face of music coming out of Italy in more ways than one. So I'm going to be sharing more from his uh, catalogue with you and then we are going to focus on not only the Invisible Session but also the brand new album from the Invisible Session just, just released and uh, you're going to hear much more of it on tonight's world show. It's called Echoes of Africa. My background, my musical background start uh, as a DJ because I was... uh, I was working in a record shop, uh, and um, and uh, there there were the opportunity to to meet people that um, who also has uh, property of the discotheque, you know. And the time was the 1977. I was 17, you know, and and I started working, you know, with music. I I play funk music, especially the black stuff, you know. And uh, after this, you know, Catania is not a, a really good place to work on, you know. And I moved to Milan to find uh, fortune, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and I, of course, I had some connection uh, uh, with um, that, that comes from the record shop. Uh, and I, I started working in a distribution company here in Milan, a distribution music company. And uh, it started my career. And uh, in 91, I decided to go for my own way, you know. To walk with my with my foot. Yes. <laughs> and uh, in '91, I um, Editionista was born, which is my actual company. Yes. That has a trademark like Schema, also the Real Word, uh, Sensible, uh, and uh, some other sub labels. And now I start with uh, 
you know, a new, a new label, which is uh, that um, uh, I hope that give me more uh, freedom to express, you know, in different kind of fields, musical fields. And um, I would like to more be open-minded and put more, you know, uh, influences into this container. <laughs> Kaya FM 95.9 May Desperero The Copper Version From Quinteto X And yes I have played Quinteto X From as long as I remember From I think it was the late 90s When I first came across This amazing Italian group And now I have found the man Who is behind some of these Amazing sounds That was headed by Bossa 31 The Gerardo Frasina remix and of course, he also works with Gerardo Frasina, the artist being Rosalia de Sousa, who he also works with, and uh, the album Garota Diferente. I'm Nikki B, and we are speaking to a man that uh, is the founder and the one of the members of the trio that are at the core of the Invisible Sessions. But in speaking to Luciano Cantone, I realized that there was so much more of a story there and certainly for me many puzzle pieces uh, fitted in uh, place together he's also a musician he did study music he said he started playing drums when he was very young but it was mainly a noise but uh, he did eventually study and he worked with the likes of uh, Rico Lucini, Kenny Clark and so many others and that uh, it was after m- moving to Milan because he uh, actually came uh, from uh, uh, Sicily, which is an island in the center of the Mediterranean Sea. So he moved to Milan to follow his passion, and uh, one thing led to another. And then this incredible label was launched, Schema Records. Schema Records started in 97. Okay, we used to have some bad experience with my my old partner, and... um, we start producing uh, um, some band that comes from the um, cultural association in Bari, in the southeast of Italy, uh, leaded by Nicola Conte. Okay, I'm talking about the FETS, FETS uh, cultural association, and we start producing some uh, artists like Paolo Cancer Trio. I don't know if you know this. We started with the, with the jazz movement with Paolo Akensa Trio and uh, Intensive Jazz Sextet, uh, Quintetto X. Because in that time, uh, um, we we launched another another label with my old partner, but we had a bad experiences and we stopped the relationship, you know. Yes. So the, the right tempo was a label uh, under the umbrella of Edizioni Ishtar. Okay. Yes. So, but when we split it with my old partner, you know, we we just uh, you know, I I took the property of the master of Quintetto X, Paola Kenza. I start schema. Kaya 
FM 95.9. He was talking about it there. They are the intensive jazz sextet, uh, the title track of uh, the album from 1997. It's called Today's Sound. Might have been made in 1997, but I think it is just as relevant today. Very, very honored to, to have been speaking um, to Luciano Cantone, the man behind the Invisible Sessions, and also a co-founder of Schema Records, as well as uh, Edizione Ishtar, which is also a publishing company. And I wanted to give you a full picture of the richness of uh, what Luciano has to share, not only musically but also um, you know in, in terms of uh, his contribution uh, we can listen to the music but also great to hear the stories that exist behind this so then I had to move on and um, I wanted him to tell us about the Invisible Project they released uh, their self-titled album I think it was in 2006 I better check on that to make sure and we've waited a long time for the next one but yes this is about the Invisible Project and how it came about well the first album uh, came out uh, I want to express you know uh, some music by myself. Uh, in that time it was uh, 2004, Marco Bianchi and Paolo Ferdighini, they used to re- record an album for us. The album is called The Several People. Um, and, um, you know, we start listening different music uh, and um, uh, we had a kind of, um, we share this kind of uh, uh Culturally speaking, this uh, this uh, this listen, you know, and uh, you know uh, the the ideas come up uh, to record an album, uh, you know, uh, in trio. Yes. Uh, to be honest, not not probably not recorded an album in trio, but to 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 make a rough mix in trio. You know what I mean? So the okay, so. I used to say that uh, in in um, in the time at the this um, this sharing of musical information of music information, listen to the music, you know, uh, give us the opportunity to release this album. And this album, of course, is the is the result of uh, three different minds with three different uh, uh, musical experiences. Marco Bianchi is a great musician. Is um, um, is a really great musician. He's he's a he's uh, a pianist and uh, play also keyboards and uh, electric piano and different you know different kinds of piano. Paolo Federighini is um, is um, is is a great. Uh, he's also a musician, uh, but he's more into the um, uh, programming. Uh, and use electronic effects. Uh, he knows all the keyboards, uh, the vintage keyboards, and uh, knows uh, uh, plugins and new plugins. Uh, so you know, and I, I was like um, on the branch, at, uh, like a mentor of this project. Uh, you know, um, also uh, coordinating them in producing this album, uh, and also um, putting my experience that comes from. Uh, a different, um, um, a different uh, period of my life, uh, 
when I in the '85 when I moved to India. You know, you know, it is an album that have different experiences. You know, it's, it's also is a part of my um, of my life uh, uh, start of my life in the in the '84, '85, '86 uh, when uh, um, I was in. Um, I was in uh, like uh, in um, I would not stay really good with myself, and I try to find myself, you know, inside me, in my in my heart, in my spirit, uh, and this is um, and this album has this uh, ha- ha- this album has this uh, this feeling. I don't know if I'm clear. You you are very clear, and that's actually the next question I was going to ask you because there is a very spiritual. Uh, element to that uh, the first album, well, both albums, but I think you know what touched me and many of my people is 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 the message. It's an album. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there is a message, which is my message, is my experience, is what I lived. You know. Uh, alone with myself with my with my with my devil inside me with my saint inside me with um, you know yeah with with my spiritual experiences you know yes and i think it touches on um your spiritual experience is touching on a universal experience and that's... Yeah, because uh, I can I, I can reply you because uh, I, and I agreed because if you um, through the suffering uh, and through a, a very deep experience uh, you can understand you who you are, okay? And uh, this is of course is my my point of view. And uh, if you know who you are, and of course. Uh, um, it's very difficult to say because uh, it, it means like uh, um, if, if you know yourself, you know, of course you can understand the others eh? and you can uh, spread this, uh, th- this experience uh, uh, all around the world. And um, yeah, I think that uh, the, the suffering and, uh, is, is, uh, is an important part of our life. Uh, in, uh, in order to understand who we are and to transmit to the other people. FM 95.9. There, you can see exactly why I fell in love with the first album, the self-titled The Invisible Session, and that particular one I just had to play for me because it is a tribute to music. It's called My Inspiration, featuring Jenny B off this incredible release that I must extend thanks to one of the longest world show listeners. He's been listening since I started more than 23 
23 years ago. So Molefe, thank you so much because Molefe actually called me one day. Uh, I met him as, as a listener and obviously our shared love for music has kept us as friends. And one day in 2006, Molefe called me and said, I found this album. I've ordered you your very own copy because it's such an incredible album. He'd bought himself one, but he insisted on buying one for me so that I could share it with you. And I give big thanks to Molefe for introducing me to the Invisible Session, for giving me their debut album of 2006, of which I took that one. Now, speaking to the man behind this project, Luciano Cantone, you know what's interesting as well is that he wrote all these lyrics. He said he wrote them in Italian, but had them translated into English because he felt that these were songs uh, that needed to be um, sung in English uh, to actually have a broader reach. And also, I've heard from other musicians, there are some songs which are best sung in English. Um, and I also asked him why it took so long from 26, uh, 2006 all the way to uh, 2021 to release the second album from the Invisible Session. And basically, he is a very busy businessman. He's also a father, uh, a family man, um, a husband. He's got three companies. He's dealing with uh, all the administrative work related to uh, the music industry. So he's really on his feet and he laughed about that. But then I wanted to move on and asked him to talk more about this brand new release of which I'm going to share you quite a few songs tonight. Uh, yes, it is called Echoes of Africa. Coming up after this, more from Luciano Cantone and the album which has just been released two, three days ago on the 29th, Echoes of Africa from the Invisible Session. This album came out because I... As um, as a as a businessman, I know that music, uh, which is uh, that you know, from my experience, is like a circle, you know. And if you know the, of course, there is a white music, black music. There is a classical music and uh, and uh, blues, rhythm and blues, uh, gospel, you know, what we call black music. And uh, it's, it's a music like a circle, and uh, sometimes. Come back, come, comes back the the kind of music in the, in different way, you know, because uh, it's uh, it's able to keep uh, different influences uh, and a new, you know, a new a new kind of music uh, uh, rise up. So when I like uh, five uh, seven years ago, it was a time that a lot of people, you know, try to promote African music, but it's something that I used to listen a long time ago. Uh, of course, uh, starting with Fela Kuti, if we talk about um, about uh, Afrobeat, but also different stuff like music from Mali uh, or music from uh, Ethiopia. Yes. Um, and um, and when I listen to this music, I say, "Oh, look now, now you know uh, the African music, uh, you know, grow up again, and uh, the, the people love this kind of this kind of stuff." But I didn't any have the time to you know to deep concentrated me in producing an album. 
So I listen a lot of music because I didn't know a lot of reissues that came out and during this la- last five years. Uh, yes. And I bought a lot of uh, reissues uh, uh, from different parts of um, of Africa. Of course, Africa is, is a big continent. It is a big land. And, uh, you know, the African music is totally different from south to north, you know. Absolutely. Uh, but I focused and concentrated, uh, you know, listen to the music of... Um, Ghana, um, Togo, sometimes Senegal, but it's more uh, French-speaking uh, music, uh, um, and um, like Ethiopia, you know, Kenya. And um, this album came also with this appreciation and listen to this music in the last five years, especially the music uh, that a lot of uh, labels around the world reissued. And it gave me the opportunity to discover the, you know, records and music that I never heard before, you know? FM 95.9 one of the tracks uh, of the new invisible session Echoes of Africa that one is West Island B and of course we are speaking to the man uh, behind uh, the invisible sessions he also spoke to me a lot about funk and uh, how he was influenced as a young DJ um, by um, uh, the people who used to come to the splashdown the club where he worked there was an American NATO base nearby and he said that a lot of the uh, um, African-Americans who were at the base used to come and listen to him playing funk. So he collected a lot of music because they would uh, give him stamped military issues of music that had been given to them, and that was his love of funk as well. And you can certainly see it not only in his own music but in the music that he releases uh, through his various labels. Um, Yes, so uh, speaking to um, um, this man, Luciano Cantone, uh, very, very interesting um, um, artist, that is for sure. And um, yeah, we're moving on. He spoke also about his Brazilian music and how much he loves that, the impact of uh, uh, music of the diaspora, the impact of music of the diaspora. And uh, I think that uh, I better play that one again because I just it's been quite a juggle tonight somehow it's a very very intense experience being here tonight I'm not uh, surprised with Spongila Kumalo tributing her but also uh, speaking to this man with which with his very very rich uh, repertoire so uh, here is more from Luciano Cantone Another track of this incredible album, Echoes of Africa, that one, Ideas Can Make the World. They, of course, are the Invisible Session. You've got to get the album. It is such a gem. I'm going to play as much as I can during this feature so you will see how much I love them. But I've still got to play 
one more song from the uh, first Invisible Session release. Yes, speaking to the man himself, Luciano Cantone, with more about the album coming up right after this. So the, the common uh, thread of this album is certainly the love for black music. Yes. This is for sure. And um, Africa as uh, music, uh, African music, of course, uh, um, emerged in this uh, in this production uh, because uh, I used to listen a lot of record when I was young, especially the the, the black music. When I was young, like uh, when I was ten or eleven, twelve, thirteen, till fifteen years, uh, I used to listen music uh, of my generation. I was boy, and I was listening to Beatles, of course, uh, Pink Floyd, uh, Genesis. Uh, you know this kind of music uh, that was the music of my uh, generation. But when, for the first time, I listened to the Aretha Franklin and Edwin and Fire, especially one album, a live album, is called Gratitude by Edwin and Fire. Yes. I totally go out of my mind and I said, but wow, this is what, what is this? This is a new music for me. This is something that really, you know, uh, touched my skin and uh, gave me different feelings than the other, than the, the other one I used to, I used to listen to, you know, and, uh, from that time, I used to listen only black music. So I used to listen the soul music of Marvin Gaye, Donny Hathaway, Aretha Franklin, uh, or uh, The Earth, Wind and Fire, the first period, to, to be honest, till okay. 77. And I I used to listen the blues of Delta, the rock blues of Jimi Hendrix, that, you know, that, and I started also with a record shop, I had the opportunity to listen to the album by Miles Davis and John Coltrane. And, uh, and this album, you know, they have been the faithful companion of my music, musical growth. So, and I, now I understand what the, the, the African diaspora has had uh, and uh, really epochal impact on music. Um, all, all over the world, all over the country. And today I understand why in the 90s I approached myself in, uh, in listening the Brazilian music, for example, or reggae music, because the Africa was the, 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 the glue of, uh, of everything, you know? And if you think about the Brazilian music, uh, of course, uh, you can have uh, the, the Bossa Nova, which is... Uh, uh, which is... Uh, uh, the the, the European cultures that the, the, the European brought in, in in that land, but also samba, or samba is, is yes. totally music, is African music. Absolutely. And uh, and uh, and this is a uh, comes from the slavery of uh, the uh, Angola and Mozambique in that time. You know, the, the, the slaves was deported in in that geographic area, and uh, you know, mixing together with. Um, with the with the mysticism of uh, Amazonia, uh, the, the, this African culture has become really big and, and powerful. And when you listen this, you can hear it. Yes. You know. Also, the I can say the same thing is for um, uh, uh, Cuban music, for example, the uh, the Santeria. You know. Yes. Which is uh, which is African music or reggae music. Uh, 
you know, this is um, African music is the is the mother is the is the mother music that generate all the all the different kind of music. M95.9 People all around the world can make it the invisible session of their brand new release Echoes of Africa speaking to Luciano Cantone For me these songs are so relevant to what we're going through uh, uh, in 2020, I think, to what we went through with the Black Lives Matter, to what we're going through now with with the pandemic, were these songs that were written already or did these come out of the events of 2020? Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, to be honest, if you, if you remember in the album, uh, uh, there are two themes that I am very... Yeah, there are two themes that are very close to my heart. Is one is my sensitivity towards African culture, as I explained before. Yes. Okay, and the other one is the uh, the, the message related to the protection our mother had. If you remember, but also with with Greta, this uh, I, I I'm a really fan of Greta Thunberg, eh? to be honest. But if you remember the album, the first album as a track is called. Uh, to the powerful, I love that. Uh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, there's so, so much running, such a lack of understanding. This is the Kaliuga, you know, and um, this was like a prayer um, um, addressed to the to the powerful people of the planet in order to preserve our mother earth because the, without the right uh, combine of elements, we cannot be more. We cannot exist anymore, you know. Yes. So, and the people all around the world are using this kind of uh, aphorism, you know. People all around the world can make it like a funk band from seventies. They used to do. Yes. They used to sing. Um, it's a kind of message of enc- encouragement, in um, in uh, tell to the people that. Um, it's up to us, and if we really want, we can make it. Surrounded by lies and death. Kaya FM 95.9. Another incredible track, and it is hard to believe that these were made before everything that has happened over the last year. Mother, forgive us. The Invisible Session. Echoes of Africa is the name of the album, and it's been such a pleasure sharing these sounds with you. And I've got one more track off the album, as well as one more comment from Mr. Luciano. 
Kano Kantone. Of course, before that was to the powerful of uh, the 2006 first album from the Invisible Session to the powerful featuring Jenny B. I'm Nikki B. Thank you for being with me on today's journey across the globe with music that deserves to be heard. I've been neglecting all the love you've been sending. It's been such a busy, busy show, but I will make sure to come back to you with those comments. But just to end off the feature, um, speaking once again to Luciano Cantoni, and I asked him whether the track that I've been playing regularly or the first single that I was able to play, first heard on the World Show called Hearing the Call featuring Mentality off the Invisible Sessions Echoes of Africa. And I wondered if this track with Mentality came out of the Black Lives um, Matter movement, especially um, following the events and the presence of this movement in uh, last year, 2020. This is what he had to say. And then I end the feature with a track, but I'm still with you till 10 o'clock, so don't go anywhere. I've got some brand new sounds to share with you thereafter too. But to be honest with you, it, it, you know, um, was um, written like uh, three years ago, two, two, three years, two and a half years ago. Yeah, this is, uh, Life Matter becomes like a, uh, uh, it seems like speculative, you know. It's correct to say speculative. Yes, absolutely. It's almost yeah. profe- and, uh, prophetic. It's like a prophecy. Yeah, yeah. Be- because this is something that is on the air, you know. Uh, and uh, sooner or later, this uh, this kind of uh, of um, terrorism, in certain way, of. Uh, uh, you know, it was written. It's like it's like a cause and effect. You know, you can expect in some effect, effect if you know the cause. You know, yes. I don't know if I'm clear. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and this um, this kind of um, politics about uh, you know this bad politics, I can say, uh, give give us this effect. You know. So I, I can say that this um, this track, yeah, I, I wrote that although it may seem speculative, uh, given the recent news event that took place on in two thousand eighteen, yes, two years ago, from the inspiration of the poems present in Children by Ari Madubuti, in an album is called the Medasi. In an album by Medazi, the album is called Nation. I don't know if you know this album. No, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's a free jazz album with these um, poems about about uh, um, Madubuti, you know, uh, which is um, a very well-known uh, poet, you know? Yes. Uh, black poet, black American poet. A team that uh, in the eyes of, uh, uh, in my eyes, uh, it be floating in the air for some time, and that beyond the colors of political parties involved everyone, it oppressed by racism, homophobia, and um, policies that do not protect human rights. Uh, here, the improvisation in, the, in this track, and here in the cold improvisation, is uh, replaced with the ancestral um, and medical sounds, and combined with the modal 
music, jazz modal sound with mystical effect and percussions that try to uh, attract and hypnotize the listener. Uh, and while the performance of the poem, the poems are written and interpreted uh, by this uh, young American, uh, African-American, uh, Finnish uh, artist, uh, uh, Bentality, his name is uh, Benjamin uh, uh, Pavilion, uh, that floats uh, with re relaxed uh, naturalness uh, through these uh, jazz model grooves. So this is what I notice. What? self-confidence of the black man destroyed by your laws of attraction brainwashed since back then but it's time to think dirty the world show with nikki b every sunday from 6 to 10 p.m on kaya fm 95.9 rewinding rewinding kaya fm on fm rewind visit kaya fm.co.za for more